listening to Traumedy, the podcast that helps you cope with trauma using comedy. Humor is one of my favorite weapons in my toolbox to fight the powerlessness of trauma. It is not a replacement for trauma therapy. It will help you get by between sessions. Don't get stuck. Don't feel all alone. Listen to Traumedy. Every Tuesday, we launch a new episode. Thanks for tuning in. This week is a little heavy child sexual abuse is what we're dealing with this week. And I am not going to make jokes about a child being sexually abused. It's one thing to make fun of your own abuse as a child. I did experience a sexual assault as a 15-year-old. Went to a rodeo with a big bottle of bourbon and my virginity and left with neither. And I can't even get turned on unless I'm hogtied. Okay, folks, that is me coping with my powerlessness over my sexual assault at 15 years old at a rodeo in Warrensburg, Missouri. It was a nightmare. That was a nightmare, but I have to make jokes about it. I can tell you more of the story later if you want to hear it. Just recorded it, but it's too heavy for right now because I got too activated. (sighs) Taking a deep breath, resetting my parasympathetic nervous system to rest and digest. Everything is good. It's a beautiful day. I'm not there now. I am here standing at my workbench looking at the beautiful sunshine on the leaves of my trees. (sighs) This week's guest is talking about the assault of her own child. And I think this is every mother's nightmare. This week's guest is sharing resources. I think that's even more important than the humor. There is a little bit of comedy coming on with this, but I want everyone to know that there's a lot of empowerment. This guest offers a lot of information, a lot of resources, and some resource that actually gave me goosebumps because it felt so powerful. I love knowing about some of these resources. Stay tuned and let us know how you're doing out there. If you have suffered child sexual abuse, know that it is never the child's fault. Please love yourselves no matter what, number one, and please make sure you've gotten the help that you need to gain empowerment with trauma therapy and use Traumedy to help between sessions. Welcome to Traumedy. My guest this week is Kat Winston. So we started off with some tapping doing some nice deep breathing if you're listening at home uh tapping left and right is a way of getting your left and right brain to talk to each other because one is logical and one's emotional and when we get into our amygdala which is our fight flight freeze and our ptsd response and our being triggered that (gasps) where you hold your breath and your stomach flips i i I felt this listening to your podcast you have to stop and go oh god i'm holding my breath and go (sighs) yeah certain points Certain points when you got triggered. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome. Thank you for coming and talking with me. Absolutely. It's such a gift. What is it you want to share with somebody who might be isolated or might not know there's a resource? Tell me what brought you here. Okay, so um, I divorced my first husband very amicably, became a single mom of my own volition. Listen to a lot of so what I'm still a rock star. I was a stripper. I had money. I had a home that had been my family for years. I was renting for my dad and my kids were great. I had a healthy relationship with my ex-husband. I was like, the world is my fucking oyster and I'm doing great at comedy. Like all cards are coming up cat right now. 
And I run into this guy that I went to middle school with on Facebook. He messages me. Uh, weird point. My oldest looks almost identical to what I looked like when he first met me okay. at the age that he assaulted her. Oh, so he... Pretty much. Same age he, range. He assaulted her at the age he was crushing on you in, in middle school. Yeah. That was always a twisted part in my head because I knew he knew me when I was that age. And so it was really confusing when this all came out. So anyway, my oldest was in high school, was 15, which would have made my son 10. I'd gotten remarried to this guy that so I knew in middle school. Your middle school? Former cop, former Navy veteran. Were you sweethearts? Three kids of his own. Were you sweethearts in middle school? Uh, no. Just kind of knew each other. I had a, I had a, I had a crush on all the skater boys because they were the rebels, you know? Uh, I didn't want a preppy guy who followed the rules. I wanted to bring home a bad boy and piss my parents off. Oh, uh, okay. And he fit the bill. So did 16 others. Oh, cause so he was a skater dude? Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, you guys were not sweethearts. You did not. We dated for like a breath. Oh, so you did date. Yeah. Okay. You, you were at some point. Yeah. He, okay. tr he tried to do something more a summer after high one of the summers in high school. Um, and oh. I managed to sort of finagle my way out of that one, but. I ended up marrying him and on April 22nd. So we got married on June 18th, Paul Sir Paul McCartney's birthday. <laughs> That's what it is to me now, which uh, it's his birthday. Uh, if you want to look this up on the National Sex Offender Registry, that was June 18th, 1982. <laughs> Stay safe out there. Um, he's getting off probation next month. So the We thought we had till January. So you're feeling unsafe now. Because he's getting off probation. This is why I really wanted to be here because I love and respect you as a comic. And that's twofold because of hearing my husband talk about you so, um, so respectfully and so fondly of your accomplishments and your integrity and how authentic you are and how much he really enjoys you as a human. Uh, then listening to the podcast and hearing people I know talk about their stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, she's doing it. She's taking the George Carlin joke. You can't joke about rape. Rape's not funny. Bullshit. Picture yeah. Porky Pig raping Elmore Fudd. <laughs> and my knee-jerk reaction to that joke is, please don't talk about rape. <laughs> but I love Carlin. And so yeah. I feel that like that's what you're doing. You're taking the trauma. So tragedy plus time equals traumedy. Yeah. And equals my, comedy. Well, traumedy, it's not just tragedy plus time for me. It's also concentric circles away from the actual event yeah. so like with my friend yeah. heather who's my first guest and the inspiration yeah. for traumedy we took it it's not necessarily about the time but it was also about like okay maybe it's not we're not going to make a joke right on the nose and some people might yeah. and the reason we're here today yeah. is to tell people you're not alone out yeah. there i fell apart so bad after my daughter my oldest she was my daughter at the time. They are they, them now. Mm -hmm. So if I screw up my pronouns, I'm sorry, I'm working on it. Yeah. I saw a meme and that said I'd rather change my pronouns a thousand times than write my kid's obituary. And I thought that was so powerful. That's beautiful. So that's all I'm doing. I changed baby girl because I'd say, baby girl, who broke your heart? I'll break their pinkies. Rawr. Oh, mama bear. Energy. Yeah. But and so, so now this, I say baby they. So this husband that you met years ago, so I felt safe and comfortable. He was a former sure. cop. Basically, my oldest disclosed to me. Within 24 hours, which is unheard of. So we had DNA. But and after long, everything was said and done. How long into the marriage did he act out on her? He was grooming from the word go. Uh, there were things that happened that were non-consensual in our marriage. If you haven't listened to Cody Spiker's episode, it is so good. And she's she's talking about what it means to give full consent. Yeah, And she wants to be a consent coach. And oh I God, really I, do. That's a job feel, everyone should. Well, it's just something that we need those. I think that men 
you know, the movies reinforce that you have to coerce women and all that. I'll explain this part of the timing because it's something that as a mother of a survivor, it's very haunting because as a mom, uh, your, your whole identity is kind of built on this crux that you will protect your children. And that gets completely stripped of you when the person that you married and you trusted with your children that you thought this was like, oh, they have these inside jokes. They go on motorcycle rides together. April 23rd, he was about to go pick her up from school. Uh, he was going to pick them up from school. Okay. Alone. So your husband at the time, yes. the guy you met in middle school, was going to pick up your child uh-huh. from school. High school. From high school. And I got a call from the local police department saying, we have your kid. Don't tell him. Make something up and come to the station. Did your gut just go? Yeah, that would be terrifying. That's a five-minute drive. And in my head, I'm already sorting out. He did something. If they said, don't tell your husband, and they have something happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm already going into it thinking I'm dreading. I walk in and here's this beautiful human that changed my whole world. Had her, had them at 17. I, you know, cause you have a kid They're They're your whole world. They're an extension of your soul walking around on planet earth. They were sitting there and the sergeant slid the witness statement across the table to me. And I read the first couple lines, got the gist of it. And I just completely collapsed on and hugged her and told her I was so sorry. Cause I had started standing up to him about two months before that with the help of my therapist saying, you need to get help. You're a sex addict. You are, I'm no longer going to give in to all of your verbal pressure. I'm going to say no. And after two months of saying no, he went into the next bedroom. Oh, I'm so sorry. He fondled her and kissed her. Uh, and, and she was able to, I think she was pro they, she was she then, uh, they were fawning. They froze. I trust him. He can't be doing this. The shock of that moment. They slid away. And so he didn't have penetration. And then the next day, uh, my kid was very out of sorts and her close friend, best friend and boyfriend noticed and she told them what happened and said, I think I'm just going to run away. I don't want to blow up my mom's life. She's so happy. Oh my gosh. She finally got her happily so ever she, after and I'm going to ruin it. And she, no one will believe oh, me. They'll believe him. Bless her heart that she felt like that she had to Everyone sacrifice please, herself. Please and- hold some space for the person in your life when they disclose because I sure as hell wish I could go back and do that. But I, oh man, I drank so heavily for like five years. I couldn't climb into a bottle, bottle far enough to numb out the feeling of failing my kid to the point that I had a suicide attempt. How did she get the courage to come forward? Did someone at school help her, her yes. boyfriend? Let's, Who? let's all be a Felicity to someone. Her best friend, Felicity, shout out Felicity. So she, she, she was her she, confidant. Yeah, her best and friend. And she said, oh my God. My, she said, I'm going to run away. This my stepfather came into my bedroom and sexually assaulted me. What I think I'm going to leave so my mom's life doesn't blow up. And she grabbed her by the arm, drug her down to the principal's office to the police officer, the resource, resource officer in the school and made her tell and said, I will. So my, at the time, so they had a class together and my kid, Felicity knew what was going on. And Felicity was in her power enough to go, nope. And so my kid tried to put it off and go, okay, we'll go after this class. She's just trying to put off. Sure. This. Yeah. 
I don't want to deal with this. Mm. Shut it down. Right. And Felicity wouldn't stand for it. She raised her hand in the middle of class to the teacher and said, we have to go. Grabbed yeah. their arm and walked with them. The power of the, picture those two girls' I outlines. I love that. Let's be allies for Let's our- Let's be a Felicity to someone. Be yeah. able to help them when they're- Yeah. Frozen and hurting. Right. Stand, hold space and stand next to them oh, if you have absolutely. to. Absolutely. And that's where we need be a brave. friend. That's part of this podcast is to be your friend that says, you don't have to put up yeah, with that. Like that. And also the gaslighting, I'm hoping to like show how people gaslight. Yeah. And there's always 10% of truth or more in it. Mm-hmm. So it's very confusing. And so this friend said no and took Fuck her to the that. principal's office. Yeah. The principal then called the police. Um, the school resource officer. So it's a school. Uh, he's a cop. So that's how they got to the police station yeah. before me. I, as far as I knew, they were at school until uh, that phone call. Okay. And so. I'm so grateful for that friend, for that principal, for that school resource officer. And again, I know we like to give cops a hard time. Oh, there were bad but ones there in are this good, story. But yeah, there are but good there ones are too. good cops. Yeah. There are good cops. And my son wants to be a good cop. Oh, in fact, him. he wants to be a school resource officer because oh, I think he yeah. felt supported. Although I think they've gotten rid of him in some districts. But anyway, the oh, point is, so. it is complicated. So then you, you find this out and you, how do you go into action for your daughter or where, what, what happened for you in that moment when you read that and you, you just said, I'm so sorry to your daughter. And then how did you get him out of the house? Um, I'd like to ask the listener at home in this next part, because, uh, to hold a little, um, space or grace. Everybody likes to say, Oh, if anyone ever did that to my kid, I'd kill him. So that's the first thing that ran through my head. I'm going to kill him. Yeah. I'm going to end him. Yeah. He has guns. I will use the gun he bought me to end him. Mm-hmm. He just I think psychologically I think I- killed what I made with my womb. He wounded in a way I can't fix. I can never take it back. I let you in my front door, and this is what you did. I'm holding space for you. Thank you. In talking to other trauma survivors, I think losing a child and having this happen to your child are I bet, I bet there's some trauma overlap on what you feel as a mother. Of course. That, that powerlessness. I can't the fix pow- it. I can't take it back. I the can't powerlessness protect to, them. I can't. I can't. Yeah, when that's your primal thing is to protect mm-hmm. in that powerlessness. And that's what's set off in that moment. But you did protect her, right? What happened? How? What, what he happened? He gaslit the detective. I actually just read through the transcripts oh, because no. um, he, so my oldest was so brave and powerful to be able to take ownership of that story because they could have just as easily been like, I don't know what my best friend's talking about. She's cuckoo cocoa puffs. It's a joke. I wasn't serious. It didn't happen, but they followed through. They did fill out the statement and do everything they needed to do. We went out and did a SANE exam and, uh, they had an escort. (laughs) He was asked to come down for questioning. I just read that transcript. Oh my God, he's gaslighting the cop and the cop doesn't even know it. Oh my God. So icky. He said he was setting things up for a defense. They left him alone for an hour and 15 minutes. That was enough time for him to do laundry, which he never did. So he was able to take some uh, forensic countermeasures. So he tried, to, that. he tried to clear mm-hmm. the bed that he was in with mm-hmm. her. Uh, the yoga pants and the T-shirt. So imagine what a teenager's room looks like. There's clothes all over the floor, right? Looks like the closet threw up for a lot of teenagers. Sure. That look was her her motif so but he did laundry he went and grabbed just those two things oh. only the things she, that they were wearing yeah, and put them in the laundry okay yeah that's terrible yeah so that's all in the evidence he's covering yeah covering his tracks yeah 
And then 10 months later, uh, when the DNA had come back, so the DA offered a plea bargain without telling us. So our hands were tied because the district attorney is the one prosecuting it. I don't have a say. And the DA had offered a plea bargain to try to avoid going to court, mm-hmm. re-traumatizing my kid and me. And he took it after the DNA came back positive. DNA He adamantly denied it. Her bra and her panties, she was still wearing them from the night before. Gotcha, motherfucker. She did. Because she came forward so fast. She was I so just want to say thank you to your child. Yes. Thank you for your bravery. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, Mama. Yeah. And you stood by your child. Yep. Right? Yes. I mean, do to you, the point that I made a Facebook video. That was so cool. And, and now, it went viral. And this is it where has like I over the, 200 million views. And even though I get that that felt powerless that you didn't prevent mm-hmm. it. But you didn't let it go any farther. Do you know how many? I got the last word. Yeah. In a big way. I potentially protected other people from not realizing what he was. And and yes. And because my ex-boyfriend who. We're coming back around, kids. Here we go. We we are going to act out. I mean, he he was a voyeur. And he voyeured his stepdaughter for two years. Spied on her. And then he got caught. And then his wife. Stayed with him for 10 more years. That's really common. And never, ever did they, the police, like the therapist let him down and me. Okay. The therapist. He found his way through the cracks. He found his way through the mm-hmm. system. With, He's wealthy. With the help of his wife. And the help of his wife, who's very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, very wealthy. Oh, honey, money, My power ex, come into play big time. And she didn't want her name in any record. And she didn't want her child's name in any record. <sighs> and therefore, she kicked that shit down the curb to me. And then I invited this person into my life, and I also got gaslit by his own therapist who don't see a sociopath when they know one. They're very good. Oh, they're amazing. Therapists do not see oh, them. Amazing. And when, ther- when sociopaths go to therapy, they actually get more empowered. Anyway, I'm getting they active- the system. I'm getting So activated. let's tell you the Gala story. But, so we leave you on a happy yeah, but before healing the ga- moment. But before the Gala story, what you did, you went to the police, you, you, you followed through. He they what? went to the police. They went to the I came to the police two years later, and because of the bravery of my child, said, I was sexually assaulted too. Oh. Before he By made him. it that far, okay. there was non-consensual. That marital sex. Yeah, there marital rape. non-consensual and marital rape. And that, and so you also prosecuted him for that? The police refused to prosecute because the DA said the case would never make it. It would get thrown out by a judge because it would be seen as... I, I made that up to get revenge. But you did your part and you did all you could. And then you, you were, it was out of your hands if whether mm-hmm. they felt like they could convict or not. But so you did your part though. You yeah. spoke your truth. And on that's a very, very 200 million, everything but Russia, China, and I think North Korea because of different internet. Yeah. So you got the word out on a video. Which Globally. We'll, we'll put a. Predominantly features his face uh, in case you want to protect your. Yeah. Kiddos, so, uh, check the sex offender he, registry. Yeah, check the sex offender. That's something for women to do always. Or you know, people, not just women, but all people. Thing, check your, uh, do your. You know what you do when you have you ever checked it? Especially if you have a child. You know what? I want to get coached on this. Tell me how to check the sex offender registry. Right. Listeners at home, this is how you check your sex offender registry. This is good to stuff. protect your kids. Stranger dangers bullshit. <laughs> it's very to to violate a kid the way mine was. It took grooming. It took work. Yep to push her into that corner and, and prey on her, have that predator energy. Um, so what you want to do is you want to put names in. Teachers, coaches, 
don't assume that all the safety nets are working for you. Okay. Neighbors, anyone who has access to your children. Okay. Your boyfriend, your cousin, your grandpa. I don't give a fuck. So put Everyone. their name in. But where, put tell their me name where, in. And where do you go to? How, where, how do you get There's to a the, National Sex Offender Registry. You just go to, the, it's a national. Go to that. It's national. And you can put in your parameters. So you would put, let's say if you're in Maryland, you would put in, you know, your city as the parameters and okay. put in the names of the people. And if they don't pop, that means they're not a registered sex offender. That's how the registry can actually yeah. work the best for you. Okay. Don't Good be worried about the guy who's living three doors down from you, unless he's hanging out with your kid. Yeah. If he's suddenly gotten real friendly and wants him to mow his lawn and okay. is like, if they're interacting, then you need to be aware. Okay. Anyone that's interacting with your minor. Anyone who's interacting with your minor that has a record. That's why that sex offender registry exists is to try to keep people from reoffending by giving the knowledge and the power back to potential victims. Oh. Thank you for sharing that. That's, yeah. yeah. I wish and I had it, known that before, but even then it, it wouldn't have pinged all right. until what my kid did got his records scratched. <laughs> so the, the story I want to end uh, talking to you today with is uh, the video went viral, which is super weird. Like that's a fucked up thing to be famous for. Like I share cat videos. I wouldn't share something as dark and scary as the video I made, but it is to help protect people. Yeah. So it went viral. I got to talk to a lot of other mothers of victims and find out I wasn't alone in uh -huh. my in my drinking, in my how you were pain pain management. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> mismanagement. I manage mis I manage now much healthier ways, but at the time I didn't know those tools, so I did the best with what I had. Uh, I'm holding space for that version of myself. The, this is funny. So the national media, I get a call from the Associated Press. And my phone at that time, because Fuckface and I split, uh, was in my, I was on my mom's plan. So the last name didn't match any of the last names. And the Associated Press found my phone number, my cell phone, and called me to get comment. So it went 5,000, 5 million, 25 million, 50 million. Pretty soon the press is knocking on your door. Nine News, Fox News, Dr. Drew. You're like, what the, f I, who, what? Okay, I guess we're having this conversation. So the last one to catch on is my local paper in Loveland. The Reporter Herald, two weeks after the video went viral, knocks on my door. It's been all like in Turkey, in newspapers in Turkey, before my hometown paper figured out it was Loveland mom viral video. Dipshits. Hi. <laughs> so um, they came in and someone slipped that article underneath the door of a lovely woman who started an organization called uh, the Colorado Women of Influence. So it's women who are uh, brave leaders in business and they want to network uh, with other successful women and talk about ambition and all that. So every year, the Colorado Women of Influence hold a gala. I have to say it like that because it's very fancy and I'm not. It's a gala. But like a black tie. Yes. Ga gala. And they honor Ga 12 women. I'm from the Ozarks. Gaila. Gaila. I like that too. Yeah. Gala. Gaila. So I had to get into a gown with my tattoos and, and my can-do attitude and go to this gala to receive an award for my bravery. And I was like, fuck this shit. Like the whole time I was correcting the media, they're like, you're so brave. I'm like, no, I'm not. My kid. My kid is brave. My yeah. kid was really honest. I just amplified the volume on it. That's great. That's their story. So you, you got know, the they word were out and then you got recognized yeah, at the gala. the gala. And they, they played a little snippet. I had to do like a little interview. And they, was your daughter there too or your, your child? And my mom. Your, I had a whole table of Aww. some other survivors and friends that had been through that first year with me, which please have 
patience and space for people when they're in that first year. It's raw. It's rough. Oh, I know. Hurt people hurt people and you're hurt the worst you've ever hurt in your life. I know. So, it is so hard. So we go to the go. And I'm immediately intimidated. These are all, I didn't even get an associate's degree. Like, I don't know, master's. I don't know my own business. I'm not even working because I'm not functioning still. I'm surviving because my dad owns the house I live in and my mom is keeping the lights on. Yeah. Because I'm so broken. And I feel so bad for the version of me my kids got at that time. But anyway, so we're at this gala. And I know I'm getting that award. That's why I'm there. Yeah. One of 12 women. Then they hit me with, they, there's also stuff on the, what do they call those? Bro- it's not a brochure or a ballot. It's a thing that tells you the events of the evening. Yeah. What is that called? So, so it's sort of like the program. There's like a the science scholarship. And there's, I didn't know about that stuff. I just knew the 12 Women of Vision Gala. I was one of the 12 that year. They picked 12 every year. So I knew that. And then they go, we're, and now for our Women of Courage Award. When we interviewed this woman, she said, scream until someone listens. And I went, I looked at my mom and my kid. I go, it's me. <laughs> yeah. It's like shit. And I gave my kid the option. I said, you can come up on stage with me. You can stay at the table. You can go to the parking lot and sit in the car. I don't care. I'll call you a cab. Whatever you're comfortable with for this gala, because I'm feeling socially awkward in this moment. But yeah. We're going to be in a room full of people who know the deepest, darkest of our shit. So they came up with me. And there's this moment. So everyone in the room, you have to picture this. It's at the Fort Collins Hilton. There's 250 strangers in their best attire. Mm-hmm. And they are on their feet in a standing ovation for my kid. Thank and you. I'm standing right That's next beautiful. to her. All that applause and energy. Comics know what that feels like when you have a big home run. That The feeling of having a group of people on the same page at the same time is so beautiful. And I, we were standing there and I, um, I grabbed their hand and just... Yeah. And there's a picture of that on my Facebook. It's uh, one of my favorite pictures. I think every victim deserves that moment to be really cherished and told, I'm so proud of you for being so brave. Yeah. And, and she got that in so many ways. They did. And so that was amazing. That was like top 10 moments as a mother. Like, I, yeah. I got loud and it gave you this. You got to have the moment of strangers saying, "So that's how you took undeniably your power. You're brave. That's how you got, you got that. We're with you, standing yeah. out. That you did you did get your power I back, did. and you got it back for her with her. Yeah, that was a. But she was the person who lit the fire, yeah. and then she you, got me brave. And enough. then you fanned the uh-huh. fire, and then people uh-huh. responded Very to that strongly. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, and so I actually went on to get my victims advocacy certification. And because I was having so many interactions where people going, well, how did you get through it? Yeah. What resources and are that's available? that's what this is about, the peer-to-peer sharing. Yeah. We don't have to be an expert, although the training is helpful. Yeah. And then... It gives you access to more resources yeah. that then, the civilian who hasn't experienced trauma doesn't just speak trauma or right. instinctively and, know where to go. And like, understand, like you said, yeah. the compassion for I yourself. I tried Googling. I was like, mother of, victim of... Like, there wasn't... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a secondary victim of that crime, I found out is the term, which sounds very diminishing to me. Given well, what, what kind of hurt I took on, it feels like you're an afterthought. Even in the sense that victim's comp gave her 20 sessions, which is stupid, but they gave me three. In three hours, they thought, get over. That's enough time for you to be over your husband cheating on you with your kid, and now you're on the verge of being homeless, which I did lose that house. Which was our family home. But yeah. Yeah. I understand how that feels yeah. for you, but it doesn't mean that it's a less than no, it, trauma. It, and and it's not comparative. Uh, yeah. Because I told everyone in my life what happened. It was like, I was happy in love one minute. And the next minute, where's my husband? Right. Well, so I told everybody, I was like, I'm not taking the fault for this. This is what happened. 
you know, there probably were some signs and there probably, oh, definitely. you know, once I learned about narcissists and grooming, I can go, Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. And also just, when did I lie to myself? That's what I was mm-hmm. asking myself. And when did I look to other people to reinforce the truth I wanted there to be? Yeah. So these so are people- the resources that help my family. Child safe is Ch- a local organization to Northern Colorado. Okay. Child They're safe. amazing. Okay. Uh, core defense is another local to Northern Colorado. That's trauma and for Krav okay. Maga. So they don't trigger you oh. while they train you. Okay. So if you can find these nationally, yes. there's a, you're doing trauma informed Krav Maga. Yep. That sounds awesome. It's so empowering. When my son was victimized by a crazy man in Boulder who jumped out of his car and choked him, <gasps> it, uh, he ended up going to Krav Maga yeah. and it was like, mom, I gotta take, oh. that was his first impulse. I've got to take self-defense. Mm-hmm. So what's other. Uh, and the last one is BACA, which is in national and international organization. It's called Bikers Against Child Abuse. Oh, there okay. are, they're in 48 states and nine countries. Oh, fact check me on Bikers that. against child abuse. So here's what they do. They Don't cre- mess with a biker. Yeah, they create this bridge. So like if he had driven by our house, I would have called the police. They would have come out. They would have said, well, he's not here now. Call us a gate. Ooh, I have and they would have left. The bikers come. They do a perimeter check of your house. They will come and they, if you're, if you feel threatened for any reason, even if your kid just has a nightmare, they will send people to stand out all night to physically stand between your kid and a predator wow. to make them feel safe. They came with her to court. Baca does the best work. Give it up for Baca. Oh, I'm so impressed. I never knew of that. Thank you for sharing that. They're so incredible. They take such good care of the kids. Oh, man. And I know we didn't really get much traumedy in here about your (laughs) event. You know what I mean? Like, what is there anything around it that you laugh about? Is there anything that you laugh about? Can I tell you the joke that was supposed to be the recurring joke? Oh. Should have opened with. Uh Should have opened with that. I'm having (laughs) said regret. Well. My husband said this to me the other day, and this is kind of poignant and beautiful. He doesn't see face as the boogeyman that's terrified uh-huh. i do right and so he's just like whatever let him cut out come at us because he's like old school Oklahoma I farm not, he's like I fuck around mess, and find out i would, I would mess with never him. mess with your husband yeah no. he's a he's not one you want to fuck around and oh find out. no oh no so that's his his response is like why are you even afraid like why do you want to get security cameras why why are you scared and i'm like because i have a different experience with this individual than you do right so our rent is going up in September. Neither of us are happy about it. He's getting off uh, probation and the protection order goes away with that. In the beginning of August, when we're taping this, July 22nd. Okay. <laughs> so I have a matter of about a week okay. before he's off probation. Off probation. No yeah, one's watching anymore. I can imagine that you're really activated about that. Yeah. I would be. So I'm going to try to get my protection order to extend, okay. which probably won't happen, but I'm going to try. Um, my husband goes, well, if he kills us in August, rent doesn't go up. <laughs> And I was like, this is why I fucking married you. You're dark and twisty and your spirit is so in line with my future versions of myself. Win, win, win. If we die in August, our rent doesn't go up. We win. That's fun. That's the TMT. Trauma therapy, mushrooms, and my husband. That's Tobias. (laughs) TMT. That's my powerhouse punch that has taken me out of a place of being stuck. Those are the tools that have yeah. brought me to a new version of my life and myself and awareness Yeah, to go, I can hold space for me for being drunk and hurt and wounded. I can hold accountability oh, too, though, for what that woman did uh, yeah, or didn't do. And that's, a, and that's, and that's for you to figure that yeah. out, you know, but yes, you can acknowledge and it's obviously me and my amends. Yep. Yeah, you can figure that out, how to make amends and how to do a living amends, which is to not do that now. Yep. And I love that you brought a lot of uh, comfort tools with mm-hmm. you. I got a little Care Bear and, and that I hope today that you take care of yourself. And are oh, I have Krav Maga tomorrow. So be very well. <laughs> I timed this. Well, you can express it, but you can also 
get it out, but yeah. also be very gentle with yourself. Yeah. We're all doing our best. Yep. That is the God's honest truth. Yeah. And I know even the sociopaths, ooh, so we don't have to be around them. So for me, the future comedy, look for Kat Winston. Yeah. For my advocacy work, if you want more resources for um, sexual assault survivors, specifically being able to open up to someone or say, how, how do I get through this? Uh-huh. Um, that would be Catherine Livingston. My favorite thing right now is this Baca. I'm going to, I want to do a little re- homework on that. Oh, honey. Yeah. That's really they're cool. The, that feels, best people. it makes me feel really safe to know they're out there. Yeah. So I want to, I just love that feeling. So they come to your house. They, yeah. they allot two people to you. And when they first, it's like a biker game. They initiate your kids. They get a cut and they get a ride. They pick which bike and which helmet. And they go on a ride with 30 bikers. Uh, wow. And they come back and they have a stuffed animal. They ask you in advance, what kind of things do your kids like? Uh, and they include my son too. Wow. Another second. So you victim. did. You, you had them come to your house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My kids are Baca kids for life. And it is for life, not just when court ends. They can but, call Baca at any time wow. for the rest of their life and they'll show up. Wow. So they get their cuts and the bikers take a stuffed animal. What is their cuts? A cut is like when you see the leather with the name like vice president or... I'm ignorant of biker the whole gang system. Stuff. I don't know anything about biker yeah. gang stuff. But that's called their cuts. Yeah, their cut you, is when they get little jean jackets that say Baca and their code names on them oh and then they took a stuffed animal and through 35 bikers and you get a federal background check and you have to wait a year before you can become part of baca for obvious reasons that's they good took to know. a stuffed animal and between two bikers they hugged it in between their chests and then they turn to the next person next to them and they hug it again and it goes through 35 people beautiful. and then they hand it to your kids and they say if you need it refilled we'll come back just say oh my god they came with her to court and they stood between her I couldn't even see my kid at court when they were doing their victim MCAT statement because there was a wall of leather protecting them. I have goosebumps all over. I love these people. I got you laugh. You got goosebumps. We're done. Thanks, yeah. guys. Okay. <laughs> Follow Thanks. Nancy Norton. This is an amazing tool. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Kat Winston. And we'll see you out there mm-hmm. doing the traumedy comedy. Yeah. Bye. I'd like to thank my guest, Kat Winston. Thank you for sharing your vulnerable truth. You can read Kat's blog, The Invisible Victim. See the show notes for that link to that blog. Please see the show notes for resources that were mentioned on the podcast for Baca. And especially watch the Facebook video that went viral and got 200 million views is now on YouTube. Check the Sex Offender Registry, which I'll put a link to. I'd also like to give a huge hug and thank you for your courage to Kat's child who came forward with the help of their friend. Thank you for that for doing that. I hope that you feel empowered and loved and know that it was not your fault. If you have suffered child sexual abuse, know that it is never the child's fault. Tune in next week. My guest will be a licensed professional counselor who treats sex offenders and will give us some information about how to keep you and your family safe and also how to treat sex offenders. There is a way to stop. There is a way to get help. So tune in next week and reach out if you have any questions to me, nancynorton.tv. That's www.nancynorton.tv. Okay, let me know if you have any questions. And remember, keep laughing. No matter what, you have to keep laughing. Have your feelings, do your trauma therapy, but remember, humor's there for you when you need to get a little more perspective, take a break, and gain some empowerment. Peace and love. Have a great week.